Hello, and welcome to the Common Sense Practice Podcast, helping you build a better business from the inside out. We'll be sharing tips on marketing, sales, mindset, patient education, email list, and much more. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Shara Downey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Common Sense Practice. My name is Dr. Shara Downey, and I am super happy to have you here. I am so excited to share with you this topic this week. We are direct, we're authentic, and super, super patient-centered. That's what we're all about. And you know what? We're here to help you build the practice that you want because you have permission to be you. We don't want any replicas. We don't want any knockoffs. We want everyone to be individual. That's what the world needs, right? So today's topic is one of those things that we probably talk about with our friends, maybe with our colleagues if we're lucky, but we definitely don't see it at seminars and it's not something being screamed over the internet. It's all about the fear. Their fear is real, people. It is real. So whether it's coming from you, the practitioner, or coming from your patient, there is that element of fear in your interaction or that first consultation. And what we need to do is take a look at that. Where's it coming from? Because if you don't bypass that filter of your patient, guess what? They're not going to get what you do. I don't care how many yeses they give you or how many other practitioners they've seen. They're not going to get it. They're not going to follow through on your care plan or your exercises or your supplement recommendations. They're not going to get it. So let's bypass that filter today, yeah? What is it? What is the filter? Well, I'll tell you, our brains are amazing. You know that, right? If any of you love neuroscience like me, I am a neuroscience geek loving it, um, you know and understand that there's different elements to the brain that we use when we're making decisions. And the one that most often comes out first until people really can calm down and relax is that lizard brain. Hello, reptile, flight or fright, right? And most of the time, they're taken off mentally. When you're in that consultation and you're having that discussion and you're rocking it, you think they're getting it. Woo, look at me. I'm telling you about BJ Palmer and all of my different 26 senses of chiropractic. They've turned off. That's right. They've turned off. Because first of all, unless it has anything to do with them, they don't care. I know, patients can be selfish, but it is about their health, remember? So if it's not about them, they don't get what you're saying because the words are too big or that's over their head or, you know, you're using some really fancy neuroscience communication that you just learned at your seminar last week, they're not going to get it. And guess what? They're going to tune you out. And so then when you turn around and say, oh, by the way, this is the number of times you have to see me and you need to do these exercises 20 times a day, they're going to be freaking out. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why all of a sudden they're very open, their arms are crossed, the legs are crossed, they're crossing everything on their body, giving you that body language that's saying, I'm out of here and you're not getting it and you're pushing through. That is not the time to push through. So let me say that Bypassing that filter of our beautiful brains is the trick to helping your patients understand what's next. What is the next step? We don't have to give them the next 150 steps, the next step, right? So when they're in that reaction, right, action of fight or flight, they want to get out of there, they're not thinking. So the higher, bigger, more intelligent words you use is not helping you. 
right? More processes, more complication. It's not helping you. You have to remember they're not thinking when they're in that reaction mode. So the very first thing that you need to do is break the state. Break their state of automation. Because when they're reacting only, they're not thinking. It's all automated. You've become Snoopy in their minds. Wah, wah, wah. They just keep hearing volume of some sort of monotone, but they're not getting. They're not getting the information that you need them to. So during your consultation is an excellent time to start to break that state. Use some really creative languaging, questioning that's going to make them think right? They've sat down in front of multitudes of different practitioners, maybe not a chiropractor, but maybe a physio, maybe their medical doctor, maybe a nutritionist, who knows? And they know the deal, right? Most people come in thinking they know everything already, but you're different and you're unique and you have an excellent message and skill that you're going to translate to them that's going to help improve and impact their lives. But we need to get to that point. So when we're able to break that state, help them think right? Ask them a question where they actually have to answer it. Not just give them a bunch of information because if they're just hearing info, guess what they do? They turn you off, right? One of the studies I read recently, University of California, says that we get over 34 gigabytes a day of information in all kinds of formats. I'm sure it's more by now. This study was done a few years ago already. So if that's the case, you need to have even greater impact to bypass that filter where they don't see you as something they already know. The brain is amazing. When you're getting bombarded with that kind of information, what does it do? It starts to generalize. Generalize? Yeah. It goes, I know that. I've heard that. Let's put it in that pocket. Have I seen this before? Sure have. Let's put it over here. And then guess what? It starts to delete. We can't process every single piece of the information all at once. And so if any of it looks familiar, it puts it into another pocket. Oh, I've seen that before. I don't need to hear the rest. And it literally deletes half of what you're saying. And of course, there's the distortion. Because anytime something sounds familiar, the brain will put it where it thinks it goes. Somewhere else it's heard it before. Or it'll make it bigger or minimize it and distort it before you even have a chance to get in there and create an impact. Like, has this ever happened to you? You've received the intake form from your front desk. You're looking through the information thinking, wow, this has been an experienced person. There is a car wreck on this piece of paper. This person has been through so much. I can't wait to dive in and help them. Then they sit across from you and you're asking questions and trying to really piece together how all of this goes together. And what they're saying doesn't match that paper. They make it seem like it's not that bad. Oh, doc, I'm not really in pain. Oh, it's not that bad. It only happens once in a while. Oh, yes, I exercise. Yep, definitely. Only to find out they exercise once a month, not every day. So what they've done is they've now deleted and distorted the information they've even given you and minimized it and put it down on a piece of paper like it's literally something that just happened yesterday when you can see it's happened probably over the last 20 years. So now you have to extract that information so that they understand how that really relates to their everyday life today. 
right? And that can be a process. And that's what I mean by bypassing the fear. So when they've come into your office, it's already taken so much for them to get there, right? They had to make up their mind. They had to decide. In some cases, they had to drive to get there quite a ways and maybe wait a few weeks for the appointment. And now when they get there, it might've even been 10, 20 minute wait to get there. So once they're sitting in front of you, it's already taken them a lot to get there. So they may still have that fear of, oh, what's next? What's going to be expected of me? Or they may already have some sort of process in their mind of what they think will happen because they've had a different experience. So to make yourself unique and make yourself heard to your patient, you need to bypass that filter. Now, we all know verbal communication is between 35%, really. Most people are not auditory people, meaning that's not their primary source of information. Some people like to see things visually. Some people like to feel things or experience things. That's one of the most majority types of information processing. But they don't even get to that point with you because they're already guarded and closed due to fear. So you need to bypass that filter for them during those very few moments. Do you know that it could change the number of people that enter care in your practice by merely changing the first five minutes of your consultation? It's super, super impactful. And it's interesting. So when I work with other doctors, you know, sometimes we go through their processes and look at what they do in their practices. And it's all very sophisticated. You know what? I'm a simple girl. I like to do things like my ABCs, straightforward, and that makes sense. But a lot of people have all these complicated processes, which I'm in awe of. Quite frankly, I couldn't keep those straight in my mind. And yet, their numbers and people that are understanding their care and entering care into the practice, it's not matching, right? Maybe they're running some Facebook ads or running another really high volume kind of new patient acquisition process. But those people are not staying. It's a leaky bucket because those people are not understanding in that first five to 10 minutes of the consultation exactly how to get better, exactly how this practice can have an impact on their lives, right? And that's why it's so important. So that's why we're bringing it back to the basics. Your communication, your ability to connect will help you actually convert and transform the life of the person in front of you. So you've got to bypass that filter. So the other thing I want you to consider is also the fear of the practitioner. Now, whether you're in practice one minute, 10 years, 20 years, right? There's always a different element of fear and it might be related to a different type of aspect of your practice, but there's always that point of unknown. Let's call it unknown. So most people fear the unknown and a lot of times it may or may not come with either meeting the new person, meeting the new patient, or how are they going to help that person understand exactly what's going to be in it that's best for them. And to be frank, if you've been in practice longer, sometimes you can see it being tougher because you know that there's so many other messages bombarding your patients. And how are you going to undo all of that to have your patients understand basic health to impact their health? right? So that fear in us can also be translated during that consultation. If you have someone in front of you who doesn't really talk, is not giving you a lot of information, 
let's say their paperwork is super, super empty. Like, I mean, bleak. (laughs) Name, address, email. What do you do with that? And you ask some simple questions. How are you today? What brought you into my office today? You know, how can I help you today? Not much. Not many things going on. You know, that can start to stem fear in us as well as practitioners because it's like, oh, how am I going to break this? How do I get through that screen? And that's when it's most important to actually stop, listen, and ask some really poignant questions. A lot of times we're so focused on getting to their pain, their problem, uh, you know, how to explain to them a subluxation or how I'm going to explain to them how the motion of the spine is going to change their lives, that we're not actually stepping back a moment and giving them time to speak, giving them the opportunity to actually open up. And so a lot of times when you take away elements of fear for your client or your patient, they start to open. So for example, what is one of the most common misconceptions in our practice? That people think they're going to come and that they're going to have to come forever, right? (laughs) I know I hear that a lot, especially in the consultation. Oh, I was afraid to come to a chiropractor because I thought I would have to come forever. You know what? Today, we are all about finding out how we can best help your health how we can give you suggestions and recommendations that you can incorporate to what you're doing so that you can create better health. From there, the next step is yours. And a lot of times that can help to disarm people, right? It decreases fear when you're not sitting there telling them about the next 45 sessions and then in two years from now, we're going to do this for you. And when you bring 50 patients for me from your family, right? When we're giving them too much down the road, their fear and anxiety increases their state changes. And of course, then we start to get fearful because we're thinking, wow, they're quite warm. Now they're not warm. What's happening? They're changing right before my eyes. So remember, one step at a time for them because that's all they can process. Make that connection, bypass their fear so that they can actually open up further to you. Does that make sense? Because here on the Common Sense Practice, we want you to practice where it makes sense. We're not adding elements. We're not making it complicated and nor do we want you to feel like everything is so overwhelming. So, ah, I'm so happy we delved into this, you guys, because it's real, right? How many times have you gone, woken up and looked at your schedule and went, oh, I'm not sure how I'm going to work with that person or, oh my gosh, I have so many new patients and oh, what's going to happen, right? We have some level of anxiety. So I want you to stop and think, focus on them, focus on listening, and of course, breaking their filter so that they can help and understand you. That's all for today, guys. I hope that's been helpful. Feel free to subscribe, share with those that you think may be helped. And of course, I want you guys to send in by email your questions and any recommendations for interviews. We are having some great interviews coming up. And if you know someone that you want to hear from, pop it in our email so that we can get them on the schedule as well. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining this episode of The Common Sense Practice. Be sure to subscribe for more business and patient retention strategies to help you create the successful practice you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.